What is going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Proud Dads Presents podcast. It's me, Mr. Proud Dad himself, James Savannah, and look who we got back, the co-host, Mr. Marlon D. DeLeo. Back in the house, glad to be back. Yeah. We were just uh, talking a little bit. I really have not seen you all year, like physically, have not seen you in person. Exactly. And it's so weird. And we were just talking a little bit about uh, everything that has happened since last we saw. And I'm just like, this is like a straight up movie for real. It it feels like we've had all these cut scenes and we're (laughs) just going scene by scene with every epic event. I'm just waiting for the tsunami to, what's that? It's only June. Exactly. We're only halfway done. Like either, either the last half is going to be like a whole, you know, choice words inserted, or it's going to be roses. But you know what? Outcast taught me that roses really smell like boo, boo, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it is an election year, so that latter half of the year is going to turn into something. Yes, it will. And... Uh, <laughs> Especially after this whole rally, which mm-hmm. um, I tell you, when I had to wear this shirt real quick, uh, the dream, dream like, like Martin, lead, lead like, like Harriet. Harriet, fight like Malcolm, think like Garvey, hold on, hold on, hold on, write like Maya, and what else we got? Build like Madam CJ, speak like Frederick, I'm covering my mic, speak like Frederick. <laughs> Believe like Thurgood, educate mm. like W.E.B. Yes. How long is that T-shirt? Yo. <laughs> oh, and the uh, the last one is challenge like Rosa. I couldn't keep going farther up where you would see like the body I'm still working on. Mm. I, I don't have to complete summer body yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. I didn't want to show the whole YouTube audience since now we're on YouTube. Man, do you remember when we first started? And we were trying to get on YouTube and we we're using that little red camera and it was just like an epic fail. Well, it dog on like, it. That seems like five years ago. Man, why did it take a pandemic? <laughs> we, we have got to do better. Change taking your ways. We're taking Man. steps all the time. Exactly. So you know what? Let's talk about something positive real quick. Since last time we've seen you, you were in the midst of starting a new career mm-hmm. with State Farm. Tell yeah. us how that's going. How did, uh, obviously, you pass a test if you are with yeah. State Farm now. How is that going for you? It's good. It's good. I've been there over just over a year now. Um, so it's, it's been 14 months. Mm-hmm. And I'm working for the same State Farm agent, Rick Reed, out here in Granger. And uh, Rick Reed. I'm I'm selling insurance, helping families out, home insurance, life insurance, auto insurance, doing what I can, trying to mm-hmm. take care of some families while taking care of my own. Amen. How was that? Uh, how was that transition from? Because you were coming out of the school system. I was. I was coming from an elementary school, which sounds <laughs> like a weird transition because it is a weird transition. <laughs> Let's just but call I, it how it is. I left. I left the fiery classroom for the much cooler insurance office. And my, <laughs> my, my blood pressure has lowered dramatically 
Mm -hmm. And when I get home after work, I want to play with my kids. I want to hang out with my wife. I'm not, I'm not so burnt out that I don't want to see anyone anymore. Like it changed dramatically. So it's yeah. been a huge blessing. And my, my boss, he's a man of God also. So we talk about God's plan and not our plans. And it's, it's been a huge blessing being there so far. That is awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome to be able to, because that's one thing we talked about in one of our episodes as dads, we can get caught up in our careers when we get, uh, and mm -hmm. we get home and we're just like completely useless. Yeah. I think that was that whole time versus money episode. That's, that was, that was a deep episode. That was y'all go check out time versus money. Cause we talked about a lot of good stuff. We covered a lot of ground at, as fathers, as family men, as a goal oriented men. Man. Right. We're up on Father's Day again. Here we are. Yeah, we are. Which at the end of the podcast, do not let me forget to uh present a special announcement that it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. So don't let me forget. All right. And I hope you have your best dad joke ready. I got I Doggone always got it. a dad joke ready. Okay, cool. So let's jump right into the meat of what we wanted to talk about because we've been messaging uh we were messaging before we jumped on the podcast and i was like yo so uh do you want to go on script or do you want to go off script i just, and, just want to speak from the heart i want to speak from the heart Tell it, it, it is. yes normally we have like we have like a somewhat scripted i mean we have points we want to make yeah, we have yeah, topics we stay on but there's so much happening in the past few days, I was like, you know, we just got to come in here and talk about it. Right. So, yeah. And, and the thing that always gets me, it's like, as a man of God, as a father, husband, um, as a black man, sometimes that whole big pot of everything can kind of clash with each other. And you have no idea how to feel. You go from mm -hmm. angry to praying to sorrow, to shedding a tear, to angry again, to mm -hmm. filling out your uh, weapons permit, to <laughs> all that. How have you been feeling about everything going on? I've been, I actually, I had a, a therapy appointment this morning. Every two weeks, I go see my therapist. And uh, I had to let out a little bit about all things Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Juneteenth, George Floyd, anything you can think of that's going on right now. And uh, I've got I've got a very interesting perspective, being that I'm neither black nor white. I'm Filipino American, first generation American, and what I'm normally subject to is called the model minority myth, where oh, you know, you my have, friend John and I were just talking about the because he's um, Filipino too. Yeah, the model minority myth. Where long story short, the things that you're subject to are like, oh, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be an engineer, you probably play an orchestra instrument, you were probably in the navy, you're going to be a nurse, or you were going to do something like you probably can't drive that well, but like, oh, you speak really good English or, you know, Kung Fu or you run a convenience store. Things that are still prejudiced, but aren't necessarily fatal. Mm -hmm. So it's been it's been a really interesting thing, you know, from my perspective, having a biracial wife and having multiracial children that we're all all sorts of different breeds up in this house. And we're going right. to have very different childhoods and upbringings and all these things were like. My mom from a very early age told me, I remember her, my mom told me when I was, before I was 10 years old, mm -hmm. you got to work four times harder than a white woman to get anywhere. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm eight years old. What does that mean to me? Like, I don't know, but like, I still remember that. Right. And I know that my mom told me it's going to be hard. There's going to be struggles. You're going to have to work. No one's going to hand you anything. And I get that. And I still see that. And it's, and yes, we've made a lot of progress, even in the 39 years that I've been alive. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we have so much more to go. Man. And it, so I'm going to just uh, tag something that always like irritates me with something you just said about we still have a long way to go. Right. It, it always bothers me when someone points to the fact that we had Obama as like oh. the tell all that everything is now okay. Right. Oh um, yeah. That came up in my blog. I'm like, so that's your barometer? <laughs> no pun right, intended. Like, no pun intended. Ah. The barometer. I don't I, I don't know. Anyway. Oh but yes. The Obometer. <laughs> That's what we're going to start. Every time someone says that, like, put away your obometer. Because it's, <laughs> we definitely do still have a long way to go. Right. And it's okay to say that. It's right. like people think if we say we have work to do here in America, then it's, well, if you don't like it, then get out. I'm right. like, I'm not we're saying I don't. <laughs> right. Oh, but, Man, this is going to be a whole venting session. This next 45 minutes is going to be nothing but venting. Because, <laughs> doggone it, I'm a proud dad, but doggone it, I'm angry. We're Tyler Perry yet. I need a movie. Right? Like I was saying earlier, we're, we're proud dads. We're not sidestepping dads. Exactly. We are not sidestepping dads because we, we, still get, we still get angry. We still get upset. And it's like we it's still have feelings. Feel- Mm-hmm. Yes. exactly we have feelings and it's okay to you know what that is one thing that um an inadvertent manifest that is coming about this time is like i love seeing all the men out there not being afraid to share how this is making them feel how it's making them angry how it's making them fearful for their children or their families it's making them sad to see things so i will say it is cool seeing a lot of men yeah show emotion and step up right it's not something we're used to seeing even in our lifetime we're not that old (laughs) (laughs) well how old are you again i'll be 39 this november i keep forgetting you i keep thinking like you're around my age well you are still around my age (laughs) (laughs) not saying you old or anything uh (laughs) but i'm 34 for those of you who don't know i will be 35 this year man 35 35. Anyway, we're not going to get off topic. <laughs> that means you can run for president. Hey, I just might. If if the person we have in office now can run for president That's and be in... <laughs> I mean, you know, and I was being nice when I said that person because I don't <laughs> really... I don't agree with a lot that he's done or says or does. So I'm being nice when I refer to him as that person in office. Proud of you. He he is a president. I will say that. So, and I respect the office of the president to an extent. Right. <laughs> this so um, if I lose listeners over this, I don't even care. <laughs> we're done. We're, we're past that. Exactly. So, we were talking a little bit about. So we're talking about this rally. First and foremost, that uh, President Trump has set for June 19th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
for all of you listeners who don't know the significance of June 19th or Tulsa, Oklahoma, or why so many people is sharing it on their Facebook, sharing it on their Twitter with like angry emojis or having comments about it. I need you to use Google. Right. And, <laughs> and look up June 19th and look up the Tulsa massacre or separately. Black. It, it, separately. Yes, separately. 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 They're not together. When you right. when you look them up separately, you will understand because if you look them up together, you'll probably see the Trump rally. But, right. but if you look up June 19th, 1865. There we go. Historian. Then you're going to find it. Exactly. June 19th, 1865. It is the day that black people in this country earned their freedom. I wonder if I can uh, add like a little sound effect right here. I'm gonna play <laughs> around with that. I'm learning so many things about Zoom, but there's gonna be like a sound effect, like Braveheart or something right there. You better pick a black movie. Yeah, yeah you know what? Don't be a menace. It's <laughs> gonna be something from Don't Be a Menace. <laughs> and then, <laughs> And then just look up the uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre, and you'll understand why so many people are emotional about it. In, including, like, I was shocked. I'll be honest. I, it popped up on my news feed, and I turned to my wife, and I was speechless. Right. I was like, babe, look at this. How did you feel when you saw that? What was, like, the first thing that, like, rolled? I, it doesn't even surprise me anymore. Like that's how bad it is, mm -hmm. and yes. it makes me th it makes me think of this tweet I saw last week that said on July fourth we should get trending all countries matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Hashtag all countries matter on July fourth. Mm -hmm. I mean, this this racially charged. I mean. It's hard to find the words to say. I'm usually a level-headed person, and right. I usually think things through diplomatically. And like but we are I'm, in a pandemic and in the middle of a revolution, and it's okay to be off kilter. Exactly. Exactly. If, if you're not getting rocked, you're not letting yourself feel it. We gotta let ourselves feel it. Exactly. And don't worry, listeners. We are all fired up right now, but uh, we'll we'll end with some uh, something more on a high note i guess we can say yeah. but we'll get through the juicy first we'll get through the juicy um so i want to give the stage to marlon because a lot of what we're talking about marlon has really dug deep into his blogging which is so cool to read and follow and just hear different perspectives maybe not all of them are the most uh sound perspectives but i'm all for seeing different perspectives so tell us about your blog tell us how we can get to it tell us some of the conversations that you've had yeah man i've been blogging for a while and my most uh recent iteration of a blog is normalmarlon.wordpress.com so normal like normal marlon like my name m-a-r-l-o-n.wordpress.com and it's titled brave and trusting and it's just a blog I started that was about me living my life in this new stage of life, being a man of God, being a Christ follower, and living brave through my mental health and through 
mental illness and taking my meds and going to therapy and being open about all these things and trusting God and trusting God's plan and, you know, doing his work and doing all these things. And so I, I post about my kids. I post about my mental illness. I post about my suicide attempt. I post about everything. I, my wife is encouraging me more to post about us and our relationships and she's bipolar as well. I am too, if this is her first time watching. So we've got a definitely like some interesting dynamics at home where we both have PTSD from different things from our childhood. We're both bipolar. We're both taking meds. You know, sometimes you forget your meds. Sometimes things happen. And when pregnancy happened, there was like big hormonal shifts there on top of it. Man, I could only imagine. Man, let me tell you, we've gone through some stuff in in our first three years of marriage, but you know what? I love that woman. And we're going through so much and we got many more to come. Amen. So uh, this blog, this this my most recent blog on this one, it was called uh, Lives Matter, a discussion. And uh, to give you some background on this conversation, I had posted a meme to my Facebook that said, saying all lives matter as a response to Black Lives Matter is like saying the fire department should spray down all houses in a neighborhood, even though only one house is on fire, because all houses matter. Yes, your house matters too, but your house is not on fire. (laughs) I posted that to my Facebook. And of course, I got a few comments. And one of them was from an All Lives Matter proponent. And we got to share in like a couple of videos and a couple of things from our, our, uh, our perspective. And we had quite the conversation over the course of the next three days on Facebook chat about Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. He is one of my Navy brothers, white, male, um, actually child of an immigrant as well. His family came from Ukraine. And so we had that in common, which was interesting to learn. And he's also a father, got a couple of kids as well. And uh, we've always had differing perspectives on multiple topics, but I've never unfriended them. We've never gotten nasty with, with each other. We've always been like very, you know, legitimate hearing, hearing each other out, which has been really cool. Um, even through this, we're still Facebook friends. He sent me pictures of his kids the other day and like everything's all good. You know, we'll be looking at things differently. And I was trying to be patient and I was trying to hear him out and I was trying to show him like, not that my side is right, but just the fact that it is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black lives matter. And it's even to, even getting to the point where he shared me an image. It was like a drawn cartoon of like someone that was probably supposed to be God yelling down to earth, all lives matter. That's the message. And I heard him out and I was like, look, all lives matter. I hear you. I hear you on that. All lives do matter. I don't want anyone to die. I'm not wishing ill will or poor health or death upon anyone. Right. But, but have we listened to that message? And are we listening to it now? Mm-hmm. Because if you want to go back and talk about oppression and slavery, I know that white Americans didn't start it. We're a new country. We've only been around since 1776. Mm-hmm. And if, Historian. And if we, right. So if we go back to, say, for example, if we go back to the first recorded you know, like instance of oppression and slavery being the Egyptians enslaving the Israelites out of the Bible, that's the Egyptians and the Israelites. So mm-hmm. oppression began then mm-hmm. for the sake of discussion, right? And then I took them all the way through British colonization in the 1600s through the indigenous Native Americans, mm-hmm. through the colonizations in the 13 colonies, through Declaration of Independence, through the Emancipation Proclamation on 1-1-1863. Which was a really good read, just for the record. Right. And he and he responded to that. He said, Lincoln was a Republican. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's what you got out of all of that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, 
Lincoln was a Republican in 1863. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Republican now, he wouldn't have written any Emancipation Proclamation. That would have been a very different story. Mm -hmm. So from the Emancipation Proclamation to Juneteenth, which I'm not going to explain too more because I know you're going to Google it, that mm -hmm. you go from straight from the Emancipation Proclamation to Juneteenth to Jim Crow laws. Like mm -hmm. in the same year, Jim Crow laws happened the same year Juneteenth happened. And mm -hmm. so did the formation of the KKK. And he was like, founded by the Democrats. I'm like, okay, cool. The KKK was founded by the Democrats at the time who were opposed to helping the blacks because the Republicans were trying to help socioeconomic problems of the black community. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, at what point did the Republicans flip? At what point did the Democrats flip? I know both parties are flawed. Both mm -hmm. parties have blood on their hands. It happens. And I'm going through, like, he's agreed with me through all of these parts, but like, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And he goes, this is why we need to tell people that everyone's the same. I was like, but we're not the same. Mm -mm. These systems have not let us be the same. So you're telling me when the slaves were free in 1863, slave owners were like, you're free to go. It's cool, right? And the slaves mm -hmm. went, yeah, why don't you come over next week and I'll have you over for dinner. No, mm -hmm. there's anger there. There's hatred there. Mm -hmm. There's hundreds of years of oppression, even before the United States was a country. Right. And then. And we're look, when we look at 1865 to the 1960s, to Ruby mm -hmm. Bridges, Martin Luther King, to all these things, that wasn't that long ago. That was two or three generations ago. Right, right. And so here we are now in 2020, <clears throat> where our parents, if not grandparents, were alive during these things that were happening during the Civil Rights Movement of Martin Luther King, the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And now we want to say that because Obama had an office and because we had some black senators and because LeBron, whatever, or Michael Jordan, blah, 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 black athletes that won these different titles and everything. Mm -hmm. And you're like, so it's cool now, right? No, it's not cool. Obviously, it's not cool. It's still happening. Exactly. And Ooh. I try to explain to people as well. It's like, if you don't understand the concepts of redlining and things like that and how our system, the the easiest ways to wealth being real estate and being education and how these systems were purposely used to keep black americans from obtaining wealth i'll let you google that too google redlining and see what comes up but it's like people try to say you can just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and anybody can make it but if you, and I had an interesting conversation. I wish I could like find that Facebook conversation I had with some buddies of mine that I grew up with in high school, because he was the one that made the bootstrap comment. And it was like, if you look at all the numbers, if you look at the wealth gap, if you look at the incarceration rates, if you look at education stats, if you look at just numbers across the board and the huge discrepancies between Black America and White America, between Brown America and White America, minorities in general and White America, it's like a bootstrap <laughs> does not solve this huge gap in hundreds of years of purposed oppression right and it's like and the thing i i see that um that i would really want to kind of get all of our listeners to understand is that when we say things like that when we say things like 
Black Lives Matter, or we say things like there's this thing called white privilege, or we say things like, um, say things like systems of oppression. Don't take it personally. It's not a personal attack on you as a person. It's not a personal attack on um, the success that you've had because he was saying, oh, you're just saying that I got to where I am because I'm white. I'm like, no, I understand. We grew up together. I understand you worked hard. I, I hung out at your house. I understand how you grew up. I understand what you had to do just to make it to where you are. So um, when we say things like that, it's not a personal attack on you. So please stop trying to make it about you. And like what always breaks my heart is like, you saw me as a brother and you see that I'm telling you that I'm hurting and my family and my people are hurting. And the first thing you do is take offense and try to make it personal. Right. I'm like, bruh, come on, right. man. Yeah, I don't like I don't get that. Whenever whenever supporters of all lives matter hear mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, what they're hearing is only Black Lives Matter. Whereas what people are really saying are Black Lives Matter too. Mm-hmm. So when they say all lives matter, we get that all lives matter. No one mm-hmm. said all lives didn't matter. But we're trying to say that black lives aren't mattering right now because of look what's happening right now. Exactly. So just saying all lives matter is naive and it's privileged mm-hmm. and it's you're ignoring, ignoring the problems. Like you can't say that nothing's gone wrong. Like there's still problems going on and we'll always have right. problems. But to fix a problem, we have to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of the whole Adam and Eve thing, there will always be problems until Jesus comes back. But <laughs> doesn't mean we can't do our darndest to fix what we can. Right. We're going to try, keep trying to do the Lord's work as much as we can. Exactly. And it's always cool to hear the perspective of someone who isn't Black, who isn't white. And I was reading, um, because a friend of mine, his name is Zach, he is of mixed race, and he always has a perspective of feeling like pulled in different directions. Um, So I wanted, how does... How does it all like make you feel? Do you ever feel like you have to choose sides? Does it make you feel like you have to, like, what does it make you feel you have to do? I I think, um, I got to refer to a conversation I had on Facebook earlier today. Somebody who unfriended and blocked me, but you got to choose sides. Mm -hmm. Like, especially now, like we are like, we are in American history experiencing the most polarizing president in United States history. I'm yes. not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's right. I'm saying that he is the most polarizing. Mm-hmm. He is revealing who people are and people are coming out of the woodworks saying how they feel and to an extent that's terrible. And on the other extreme, that's fantastic because finally the, the enemy is rearing its ugly head, mm-hmm. but you got to choose a side. Mm-hmm. And I think it was what Desmond Tutu said, silence is the, is, Choosing the side of the oppressor. Yeah. Then if you're going to stand by and be complicit, or you're going to be a spectator, you're not helping the cause. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you think about that. Like, if this is if we're in the middle of a fight, you got to pick a side. You can't just spectate. 
we're beyond that point. Right. You want to choose a side. And if you don't know which side you need to choose on, you better learn some more. <laughs> you better start asking some questions. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. you, you can't, especially if you were a parent. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you were a parent. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, like, I'm lucky because my kids are still little. I got two toddlers. So they're not asking me questions about any of this. But if I had kids like your kids' age, like a sophomore and a sixth grader and a fifth grader, they can comprehend man. and make full sentences and advanced sentences at that. Right. <laughs> man. So yeah, like you, like you have to pick a side. So like to me, where is, what do I said? Um, I gotta, I gotta find this because my friend that I was having a conversation with, she was like, "You don't have to pick a side on everything. You absolutely, you don't have to pick a side." And I was like, "What do you mean you don't? What? What are you?" Where is about? um, what what uh what scripture is it, um, where it talks about it? You either have to be black or white. You can't be gray. What Ooh, scripture geez. is that? Hold on, while you're uh, I'm gonna have to find it because that you make a real valid argument um about picking sides and you can't be wishy-washy about it right you can't be switzerland or france <laughs> if i have any french or swiss i apologize my bad that was not uplifting or inspiring i take it all back you guys are awesome <laughs> they've done a lot for all of us mm-hmm. but like there's like not choosing us. What movie was I watching the other day with my wife? It was a uh, oh, Fantastic Beasts. Um, I was watching one of the Fantastic Beasts movie. I think it was the second one. Mm-hmm. And if you're familiar with the story, Newt's commander, main wizard in the story, he he likes to play neutral. He doesn't want to join the dark side, and he doesn't want to join the Ministry of Magic. And they're telling him you got to choose. And by the mm-hmm. end of the movie, he chooses. And I'm like, good, because if you didn't, I'd be like, you're a fool. Like you got to pick a side. Mm-hmm. And not picking a side is choosing a side. Ooh. Interesting. You know what? Uh, that would be a good point. Comment below whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on Spotify or Apple or Google. Leave a comment. What do you think about choosing sides? Should you pick, should you pick a side? Can you pick sides? Can you remain neutral in all of this? What do you think? Leave a comment below. Uh, send an email. Uh, you can send emails to james at jamesthespeaker.com. Tell us what you think because we, during this time, we need to start having conversations like this. We need to start having meaningful conversations that push us forward. Conversations that challenge the way you've thought, challenge the way you've done things, uh, challenge the way you've operated. It's like, it's good to take a step back and um, take an inventory of yourself. So definitely tell us what you think and we can talk about it on another podcast. And I'd love to have some conversations down in the uh, comment section below. We are Marl and I are both very social media active, so we will yeah. definitely respond. Um, you can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on Twitter. I, I will say, I think Twitter is like, <laughs> people are not afraid to say 
any and everything on Twitter. So it's always yeah. interesting to uh, – that's almost like not the front lines, but it's almost like the front lines because everybody is just like wild. Right. I don't – yeah. I've deleted the Facebook app and check in for birthdays and see whose mm-hmm. birthday it is and send them some well wishes. And when I look at Twitter and I learn – that's where I get my news. That's where I get right. my perspectives. That's where I get my mm-hmm. – my random ponies, you know, like whatever it is, like and yeah. I keep going and the comments aren't as prevalent on Twitter as they were on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it's not as easy to get sucked into the mess, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. it still serves the purpose of, of staying current. And it's like that back mm-hmm. and forth struggle of like, I want to stay current, but at the same time I need to stay back because my mental health. Right. 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 It's tough out there. It is tough. Okay, let's give them. Let's give our audience something to push them forward. We've talked about a lot of uh, a lot of negative that we have going on in the world and what we think about it. Um, and definitely, be sure to make sure you take some time to formulate your own. Like, how do you feel about it? Don't just become one of those that think you can hide under a blanket or let it all pass by. Definitely take some time to check your perspectives. And we're not all saying you have to be an activist. You don't have to be out there in the streets. Um, We completely understand that that is not for everybody. But I will recommend mm -hmm. while you're researching Juneteenth, if you have Hulu, watch the Blackish episode about Juneteenth. Yo! Because there's so much information in that episode, and they condense mm-hmm. it and present it in a fantastic way. Yes, they do. I, that was one of my favorite, probably my favorite episode, because they kept it real. They were able to put some humor into it while still being informative, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. They did really well with that. Mm-hmm. Also, something I can recommend to. Uh, Wow. You ever had a brain fart right in the middle of your sentence? Um, (laughs) I was going to recommend a movie that my wife and I just watched last night. Um, Onward. Not Onward. (laughs) Oh, oh man. I just turned it on because my wife and kids are now watching it. Ah! With Jamie Foxx when he was... Uh, wrongfully accused just mercy if you have not seen just mercy go and watch it you can watch it on yes man it is such an amazing movie and you can rent it for free through youtube you can watch it on youtube it'll say rent but it'll say like zero dollars um and you can watch it through amazon prime definitely watch that movie it is so moving and somebody better win an award for this movie because it is so amazingly done the way they tell this story and man anyway just go watch just mercy but what was it let's give them let's uh let's uplift the mood a little bit let's be done talking about trump for a little bit um no okay one last thing one last thing I got to get off my chest. I'm sorry. One last thing, because I was watching that press conference with, I think he was like the police chief, the union leader for oh, no. the uh, police. 
and Man, he like that tirade he went on. He went off on some garbage, and he tried <laughs> to say that we were shaming them, and people were. We gotta stop treating them like thugs and animals. Oh hey, what up? Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, cameo. That's what is up. <laughs> celebrity just getting home from worship rehearsal. Hey, you know, you know proud proud dads. We love the wives. The wives make us work. You know what? <laughs> we we still got to have that episode where we have your wife and my wife on, and we just chop it up a little bit. That would be fun. Because uh, I think I, we have to wait until our kids are older, though. True. True. Although because, uh, by the while, man, by the time uh, by the time your kids are older, my kids might be like in college. <laughs> How old is your kids? Uh, two and three. Yeah. So if Maya is a sophomore, they're two and a half and one and a half. Same thing. And yeah, you better give them that half. You know that half matters at these ages. <laughs> half years matter. Now, when we get to our age, no. no. <laughs> nah. Did you just say half lives matter? What did you just say? Half years. Half years matter. Hashtag half years matter, yo. Man. You know what? July 4th, all countries matter. Make it happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> Hashtag all countries matter. But, um, I'll just say that I thought it was interesting that this police chief went off and used language that a lot of individuals have portrayed against people that have been killed by police or mm -hmm. um, the people who, who are protesting and rioting right now. It, it was just very, I just found it very interesting and it really felt calculated that he used the term thugs and animals right and how we need to stop treating them like thugs and animals and i want to get this out the way i have nothing against the police i am not one of those people that run around saying bump the police i have family that are police i have really close friends that are police but those in uniform still have to be held accountable. Right. Sometimes we get to a point where we hold them on such a high pedestal that we get we think that they're above they're above reproach. Right. We get to a point where it's like if we say one thing about them, it's like, oh, shame on you. But they chose this profession and they've trained for a long time and they wear that badge. I am right. going to hold you accountable because that is what the position calls for. And what did Chris Rock say? He was like, there are some professions where you don't get to have bad actors. <laughs> like, you I mean, gave me an example of like pilots. Like, you can't have a pilot every once in a while and be like, uh, thanks for joining the flight today. Uh, we may land today or not. Like, you gotta be good at what you do. Exactly. <laughs> That was like the perfect, the perfect, like, I mean, it's true. He, he said American Airlines can't be like, we got some pilots that like to land a plane, but we got a few bad apples that like to crash into mountains. 
but it, it it's so true and you really think right. about it that's one of those positions right like what if the person programming traffic lights like messed up and all of a sudden you had like green lights in all directions that would be uh that's why i walk place i ride my bike nowadays bumper car i'm saving gas <laughs> but you you i mean you make a good point it's like there are so many positions out there that require you to be not perfect but oh, you have to be on your game 24 7. it's like right. no slip-ups and it's like my thing is i'm all about accountability i mm -hmm. get held accountable at my job i get held accountable in my family i get held accountable at church we have to be able to hold people in positions of power and that they do have power and we mm -hmm. have to hold those in positions of authority they do have authority we have to be able to hold them accountable and say hey that is not right and i need you to not be able to hide the individuals that are not doing right because your few bad apples are going to make you all look bad the more you try to hide them yep. like if they get off if they it's like people it seems like people don't understand that we're so angry and upset because we're told to believe in a system and then the system fails and it almost like yeah. everything gets like brushed under a rug it's like yeah. oh it didn't happen which I, I was talking i was talking to sierra i was like i do find it interesting what was it about this particular incident that has now caused such an uprising not just within like african-americans but like this didn't happen with Philando Castile. Mm -hmm. This didn't happen with that, uh, you know, the one kid that was, um, he was laying down and he had his hands up trying to protect the special needs kid and he still ended up getting shot. Mm -hmm. This didn't happen with the, the lady cop who walked into the apartment and shot Botham Jean because she thought it was her own apartment. It's like, that's why people are so angry and upset because you tell us to believe in a system but people like that continuously right. get off and get to hide behind the badge and get to continue to live life get get another job or even keep the same job so that's all i really had to say about that that's my uh forrest gump moment my my favorite response to but what about what white privilege isn't real i'd be like brock turner <laughs> You got six months. Yo. Because <laughs> he's a really good athlete. Right. Man. Yep. We could have a I'm I'm about I'm gonna start a whole nother podcast where it's nothing but like me cussing everybody out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so just kidding, listeners. That is not gonna happen. I'm I'm not going to cuss everybody out. Is but, it time for a dad joke? Is it time for a dad joke? It might be time for a dad joke. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we get to the dad joke, we're going to uh, talk about some uplifting, more um, light topics. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, so I have really been into, so I have a couple of goals, some really, and I'm really excited about these goals because our family is like really starting to push towards those goals. Um, one of my goals is to, I want to be the first six figure income earner in my family. All right. You know, we've been doing a lot of studying and like, we're like the average millionaire having like five to seven different streams of income. So my wife is building a business. See my heart creations. Hopefully this uh, little plug right here is the uh, jump start she needs. Um, her website is going to be coming soon. Uh, she, we got her a cricket, not like a cricket, not like Jiminy cricket. <laughs> I keep okay. It's not a cricket. cricket. <laughs> it's a cricket. Exactly. Yes. It, what's funny is <laughs> when the first when it first came up and she was like, "I want to get a cricket." I'm like, "Why do you want to get a cricket? <laughs> like that's weird." You want a I, cell phone from Boost Mobile? What? <laughs> <laughs> so she really had to break it down for me. But now that she's got this cricket, she has really pressed in and like she takes this so seriously and the creations that she is making with her cricket is like fantastic she makes stickers um she's starting to make t-shirts um she's also doing cartooning i don't know if you remember seeing my um facebook profile photo for a while it was that cartoon picture of me yeah she did that all right and okay so I, I know i'm proud of my baby i love you honey you married up hey hey i liked it so i put a <laughs> ring on it i liked it so i put a ring. i don't know any any beyonce black panther 2 why <laughs> next episode next episode yes That's we have say. to tune in next week for Beyonce, Black Panther, and what we think because why does Beyonce make movies? I love you, Beyonce, but you do not need to make movies. We'll leave that conversation for the next episode. So, um, <laughs> uplifting. We're back it, to the message. It, exactly. Inspiring thing. So I am. We are also in the midst of me building up my speaking career. If you haven't checked out the website, www.jamesthespeaker.com. Um, we do workshops, I do teaching, um, and then I'm also going to start getting into financial literacy. Um, so I'm excited to teach financial literacy and just understanding the basics and some advanced stuff because we don't need another generation going by not knowing money. Money has a language and you have to understand that language if you want to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling somebody the other day, the only, so there's only really two options we have with the system we have set up the way it is. You can either A, learn how to play the system and get everybody up to par to play the system or B, just completely demolish the system and come up with a new system. And I don't see the latter happening anytime soon with the way our politics are going. So my whole thing is I'm going to teach as many people as I can to get money. What's that song? Get Get money. money. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) So 
just that's just a little bit of stuff we get. Oh, and I am starting to dabble into real estate. So okay. if you um if you see me next time, hopefully our LLC is formed. Hopefully by our next podcast, I'll be able to just uh start putting it out there. I am not selling real estate. I just want to put that out there. I am not a licensed realtor and I am not soliciting myself as a licensed realtor. So no one sue me. Please do not sue me for thinking I am advertising myself as a licensed realtor. But, (laughs) um, oh, and that one thing I was telling you about that I didn't want you to um, let me forget about. Yeah, so... I should have had it like ready as like a screenshot, but I haven't uh I haven't made it that advanced just yet to know how to record and share the screen at the same time. Next podcast, we're gonna be able to share the screen. We're going to be moving on up to the east side. Hey. To a deluxe apartment in the sky high. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if you see that. Is that a Proud Dad's t-shirt? It is a Proud Dad's t-shirt and a Proud Son's t-shirt. Shout out to my guy, Big Steve, um, who is heading up the project of getting Proud Dad's merchandise out there. So right now we have a Proud Dad's shirt and we have a Proud Son's shirt. We um, We haven't forgotten about the ladies, so we have our Proud Girls and our Proud Moms products that should be dropping soon as well. But with Father's Day coming up, we wanted to make sure that we get some some merchandise out there to represent. Nice. So, and there's different colors. There's that black and white that I showed you. We also have the white with black lettering. There's a red with blue lettering that I can't wait to show you. I'm hoping to have those here um, in the next few days to actually show all of you and, you know, like model it. Be like, hey, stepping in like this. Yeah. So... <laughs> All right. Keep an eye on us. We got Proud Dad's merchandise coming to you, so I'm like super pumped. Um, I really hope Big Steve is like five three. You know what? I wish Big Steve was five three. Big Steve was probably five three back when he was like four years old. (laughs) (laughs) Like you know how some people like when you call them like Big and insert their name, they are like five three. No, Big Steve lives up to every bit of Big Steve. He's like he's like six six. Huh? He should go by Tiny then. Yes, yes. That would be a more fitting uh, uh, name. But he, we grew up, I met him in second grade and we've remained friends since. We've been through a lot together, a whole lot. He was on, I forget the title of the episode, but it was episode 11, 11 or 12. Um, uh, I'm so upset. I can't remember what episode number it was. But he was on here and we talked about his journey of being a uh, father and overcoming um, getting divorced and having his child full time. Check it. That was a really awesome episode. So check that out. Um, All right, Big Steve. Hey, but I'm so excited um, for the drop of our merchandise. A portion of the sales will be going to um, charity. I'm really big on the Ronald McDonald house because as my my two oldest daughters have suffered with 
uh, severe asthma at times, and we've had to have hospital visits. And if it wasn't for the Ronald McDonald House, man, they they really take care of the parents while your child is in the hospital, so you don't have to worry about anything but being there for your kid. They That's feed awesome. you. They have rooms that you can go to and sleep. There's no charge for it. Like they're not charging you for the food. They're not charging you for the room. They just want to make sure that you are able to be there for your children. So having them having taken care of us for many times, I want to give back to the Ronald McDonald House. So a portion of our sales will be going to the Ronald McDonald House Charities. So right. that was the big announcement that I didn't want you to let me forget let about. Forget. And we didn't forget about it. Heck yeah. So and now it's time for dad jokes. Oh my God. Can I just say that uh, I've missed your dad jokes. Your dad jokes are like the, <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing, but the most funny thing I have heard. Oh. In a, they, you're, I don't know. I don't know what it is. We've had some good ones. I'm not okay. Everyone who has been on the podcast, do not take this as a front. Your dad jokes have been good, but Marlon D. DeLeon is like the dad joke champion. So let's hear it. Bring it. Bring your best dad joke. Well, today's dad joke is uh, it's about a good friend of mine. Um, I am. Uh, Navy veteran, sailor, submariner, underwater. So I spent some time on, in the different seas and uh, came to be real, really good friends with the Kraken. You may have heard of him. <laughs> like release the Kraken? Like the Kraken? He said he wanted to sign up another year for his apartment. And his landlord said, release the Kraken. Can I just say, I didn't mean to, like, <laughs> blow the punchline there. <laughs> hashtag Black Lives Matter, July 4th. <laughs> um, research June, Juneteenth. Juneteenth and uh, June 19th, Tulsa. Check it Tulsa out on Massacre. Blackish. Uh, redlining. Research redlining. What else we got? What else we got? We, uh... Check them out. And I'll post this blog in the in the link below. Yes. Check out the link below for the blog. Check out the link below for uh the website, uh jamesthespeaker.com. Um also do you have a link that they can reach out to you if they have insurance needs? Ooh, I do not. But they can hit me up on Twitter. Hit them. I'm a I'm gonna leave your Twitter information. You know what? I just discovered that talking into the microphone on this side sounds so much clearer. But anyway, <laughs> if you have any insurance needs, if you if you just if need in Indiana or Michigan. What's that? If you're in Indiana or Michigan. Indiana or Michigan. Okay. All my Georgia people, I'm sorry. You can't use Marlon D. Daily Own services. Right. Like, like if you're in Ireland listening to the podcast, I can't help you out. My bad. You know what? Don't even ask him because he can probably give you get in trouble for like even giving you advice. If it's anything like law or real estate, don't get don't get people in trouble. 
change your ways. I've been waiting to say that the whole episode. <laughs> I've been waiting to like try to find a way to slip that in. <laughs> change your ways. Man, it is good to have you back. Marlon D. Daily on back on the cast, and it's gonna be good. I think we we're gonna have we'll again soon. Yes, hopefully uh, nothing crazy uh, breaks out, but we know it will. It's 2020, man. We've got a whole another six and a half months. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> y'all, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Proud Dads Presents podcast. It's me, Mr. Proud Dad, James Savannah, and Marlon D. DeLeon. We are checking out. Check us out on Mondays for the podcast, YouTube. Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. Subscribe, like, share, all that. Y'all have a good week. Have a good day. Be equipped, uplifted, and inspired. Deuces.